How's it going, Yamitators? I'm using a different microphone this time. Uh, let me know in the comments, ratings, um, reviews, if this sounds better, clearer than before. Because the microphone I've been using is pretty old, and I've had it for like 10 years or something. Um, anyway, this was Yamatat episode 24 with Aaron Rubin Corny. Uh, he's a buddy of mine, and he he's a co- co-creator of Team Procreate at teamprocreate.com and also he's a production coordinator at Maker Studios. Um, yeah, so we get into it. We talk about uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. We talk about um, writing and um, production, getting things going, and it was good. We uh, at, w at one point, we may we may break out into an improv improvised song. Maybe, maybe. Um, so maybe look forward to that. <coughs> um, yeah, uh, comment. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, just comment on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, Yamatat.com, it's all there. Just tell everyone you know. Tell everyone you know, even if they hate, even if they hate personal audio. Uh, you know, if they... If, if they hate listening to things, um, make them listen to it anyway. Uh, what else? Our apartment comedy show. There's going to be one last hurrah, and I think it will have already happened when this comes out. One last hurrah here in San Diego County, but I want to bring the show up to L.A. when I move up there. Um, Twitter. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the Twitter for the show is at Yamatat. So, um, you know, listen to it. Enjoy it. Later, Yamatators. So the podcast is going while you're washing your hands? Slightly allergic to dust. I mean, this microphone's all dusty. Ugh. There you go. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So podcasting, huh? Seems Are you doing that so you can't see it recording? Self-conscious. You're the expert here. <laughs> well, I mean, I have done 21 episodes. 21 are released. 22 now. Nope. There's uh, This will be episode 24. I have 22 and 23 recorded. Don't feel betrayed. It's okay. <laughs> betrayed? Yeah, the podcast just <sighs> turned old enough to legally drink in the United States. Should we discuss what we're drinking? Is this important? That's fine, yeah. You're... Well, I've noticed you're always drinking your Mountain Dews when we're together. Yeah, and I always drink Mountain Dew on the podcast, too. Only I have it in a, in a mug. Is this where the brand deal comes in? Is this where you announce that you're now, like, I'm going to start being, getting your podcast? Just... The brand This one brought to you by uh, Mountain Dew. No. Where uh, diabetes will take you to whole new places. You, fun. Know, you know, I actually did a test podcast with my two roommates. Will these chairs break if I lean a little bit? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea. Did a te test. A they couple, haven't yet. Couple test podcasts with my roommates, and um, I I was like fully going in and editing out like any swears. This was before I swore, and then I was also like putting in fake commercial breaks and stuff. Some for, some stuff for like real products, and then at the end I would say like that's it's in no way affiliated with this podcast, and then the other ones I'd just like make something up, and. Um, 
it was really painstaking. It took really long. And I was like, I don't want to edit anymore. I don't. <laughs> so now, <laughs> I don't you, now you just take, it's, it's just, you don't cut parts out at all? It's just all. Actually, I have, yeah. Like, if someone, after we record or whatever, if someone's like, actually, could you take that part out? Okay. Like, yeah, so if I tell you I like molesting children and I don't ask you to take that out, then that just got caught there forever. That's going to be. Yeah. I mean, we all know it's in jest. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. You burping loudly offended me. I don't know if I did it really. Comfortable with you uh, no, having that in the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if I could offend you, even if I tried. <laughs> Maybe today's theme is you're trying to offend me. Maybe <laughs> that's what we're going for. No, there's no theme. Oh shit! Uh, it's just us, just you and me. Yeah. Microphone, and uh, at some point, my roommate might walk in and uh, <laughs> not participate. So this is Aaron Corney. And, uh, <laughs> he's a little nervous. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, uh, what's your ultimate, ultimate goal, like, um, career, job-wise, like, gig-wise, like, something you'd want to do for the rest of your life and get paid for? Well, working entertainment is my thing, so. Yeah, that's very general. Yeah, that's let's very, let's narrow let's it down. Get, take the, right, we, here's how we're starting. We got the block of cheese, right? Yeah. We got, like, the Parmesan. You want that softer part in the middle. We gotta grate it at first. Okay. Right there. Let's yeah. flakes. Here's another <laughs> flake for you. Um, uh, it's been really important to me to, at some point, work on comedy musicals. That's, like, been my career goal. So, like, ideally, I want to make, like... If you were, like, what's the thing that, like, when you're dead? Like, what is, like, the creative thing for. you did? Yeah. Like very selfishly and that didn't help the world but was, what's cool is like I would want to have made the next Little Shop of Horrors I want to make the okay. next like kind of like really beautifully like written musical that's also completely fucking wacky yeah um Cannibal the Musical you know uh have you seen that? I haven't I've heard about it though it's but, so, so good so I have a I have a rough idea for what I'd want to do for it one day okay. for what like my dream musical would be I have like a basic but Before we get to that, okay. I want to say, you did say without helping the world, but I would argue that entertainment, like in any form or fashion, does help the world in that it helps people forget about their shitty lives before they have to go back to it for just like an hour and a half at a time or two hours at a time. But isn't that like the trope of like what entertainment people, anyone who works in entertainment tells themselves so they can sleep at night so that they feel like they're doing something to help the world? I really feel that way. Like it, because... Okay, so... Like, if you make Inconvenient Truth, fine. Like, if you make an Inconvenient Truth, fine, but... No. Like, uh, watching Casa de Mi Padre, it made me forget about my shitty label job for an hour and a half. Yeah, but, like, you look at movies like The Matrix, it just makes everyone really paranoid for about 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's pretty great. Yeah. No, it's Are awesome, we even but... here? <laughs> off topic! <laughs> we need an off topic alarm. Okay, so, uh, you don't want to go... You probably don't want to go into... Your idea for your musical, unless I don't care. I don't know. Because what? what if someone heard it and then they're like, "Oh, that is cool." Copyright. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You'd think as a Jew, I would have more lawyers with me right now. So <laughs> There's six lawyers out. around us right now. No, but like I have some ideas of what I want to do. I already did a bunch of comedy musicals in, when I was in college, and I worked with a composer, and we did two that were really awesome that were poorly shot. Yeah. But. I don't know. I kind of feel like what I'm doing these days is helping me kind of hone some clout in that yeah, field definitely. so that when it's... I want to produce the script I've written. Have you seen um, 
Harry Potter the Musical? I've heard it's awesome. It's really good. I think you've told me about it. I don't know that I have. I don't think it's come up, but... Um, Someone has. I've heard yeah, about it. It's... I heard about it, it after seeing Pokemon the Musical. It got a lot of... Um, a lot of YouTube praise. And then, I think before that, they did a, another musical called Me and My Dick. <laughs> it's about this guy who... And his dick is this other dude who's, like, walking around on the stage and he's in, like, flesh-colored costume and, uh, it's, uh, it's very, it's, there's just dick jokes all over the place. Has the actor pretty much committed to rocking out with his cock out? That's what it would be, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, but Good. yeah, like, musical, musical comedy, like, that's, now, when you're saying musical comedy, would you also expand that to... Like, just funny songs? Or you're, like, like what, looking like, to look, make musicals, like, plays that are funny? I mean, I'm not opposed to musical songs. It's I've done them my whole, uh, whole you life. you did say comedy you do musicals. Them. This is when you and I first bonded, actually, when we first met. Like, we just... You took my guitar from me mm -hmm. quite ruthlessly, and you started playing me little tidbits of... Yeah. Nuggets of your comedy. So. Well, yeah. I, uh, I impose. Yeah. We should definitely, at some point during this, do a... Impromptu comedy song. Do you an impromptu comedy song? At some point, there's a guitar next to me. Okay. Well, once we stumble upon a topic. Yeah, no, but we'll, we'll wait till it's organic. Yeah, but, of course. Um, no, I mean, I care more about theater <laughs> and film, so I care more about what's... I, I, I'm very visually oriented, so, yeah. I mean, it's not like I have an ambition to make, like, a comedy music album. Yeah. That's definitely, like, yeah. not a thing, but... That's a big undertaking. And yeah, I mean, I don't know, though, but, like, yeah. Um... I think it's awesome that how Flight of the Concords, Concords <coughs> got started, and then they're just like, no, oh, we're just doing this because it's fun, and HBO was like, this should be a TV show. Uh, uh, or the opposite with Tenacious D. They did a TV show, and then it became an album. They did a TV show before they had their first album? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the first album has tons of songs that they took from their show, I think. Unless I'm crazy, and... Maybe it was, it was after the first album. First album was the self-titled. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they had a TV show before that, did they? Was it like Public yeah, Access or something? It was an HBO show. Have you seen it? No, I've heard of it, though. Is it just called The Tenacious D Show? Something like that. Tenacious D. I could show you. I have it. I borrowed it from a friend in college, and I've yet to return it. Oh, you have it on DVD? Yeah. All right. We can watch it. It's Okay. <laughs> it's average it's, it's good it's adequate it's watchable no uh, their first album was phenomenal though that was yeah. like one of my favorite that's when I saw them ever. perform I, well, you saw them perform back then that was the first time I saw them yeah I saw them play up in Cleveland my sister and I took a five and a half hour road trip how old were you? I was how old were you and were you too young to be appropriately aroused by what you were saying? I was 16 and yes, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I fully. Uh, I don't want details on how roused you were. No, no, I don't know that I fully understood all of the jokes because, like, that's kind of the fun of it. I know you I know. age with it. No, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But so, like, there's as far as like sex stuff goes, like in our house, we never talked about that stuff at all growing up. So even so, like, see, my, my my parents sat me down, all three of us naked, and listened to the first Tenacious D album together. No, <laughs> <laughs> the best part was they had uh, 
blank stares on her face as well. The best part was when it actually happened. What? <laughs> well, the first opening track is Kilbasa Sausage, yeah. and it was a little awkward, but we moved on, and, you know, I, I learned about the birds and the bees through Fuck Her Gently, so. That's not true. You're, you're making a story right now, right? Mm-hmm. You're spinning, sp- spinning stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because, I don't know, like, some people have a non-traditional parenting where they're just like, no, we're going to fucking listen to this. <laughs> I mean, I did have, my, my parents did do stuff like that with me, but it wasn't weird. It was just like my dad, like, one afternoon would be like, have you ever heard Emerson Lake and Palmer? Let's go downstairs and listen to it on actual record. And then we'd sit there and I'd stare at the floor playing with carpet while listening to Emerson Lake and Palmer. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, cool. That's, that's the word. <laughs> that's a thing. That is pretty cool. Like, no, we, it, was. it was. We had records growing up, but we never had a record player. My mom had a bunch of Beatles records, and uh, my sister used them when she moved away, and because uh, she had a record player first, so she, my mom was like, you should just take all my Beatles records, and I was like, oh, it's so awesome. I've since... I don't know your sister, but because of that, she's a bitch. <laughs> no, she's she's very sly that way. My sister's not a bitch! Dorothy Mantooth is a saint! You should recut that line, so it's... I don't know. I'm not cutting anything. Unless... Look, I'm Jewish, <laughs> and my one of my first memories... It's not even a memory, but one of my first big moments in this world involved cutting. <laughs> yeah. So... Presume many special moments are cut uh, or penises. They said they said cut, and then they said take one because they handed the. Uh, I'm glad that the Jewish people never incorporated the wedding tradition of tossing the roses to the women to see who's going to get it next, like the wedding, like that they take the foreskin and toss it out to the crowd, and someone catches it, and <laughs> you're next. You're gonna have a son soon, and we're gonna cut that off him too. <laughs> Gets in some little girl's eye, like it just flies through. <laughs> And someone's like, oh, Jane, you're going to be the next one to give birth to a little boy that will mutilate through his genitals. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. I read an article that Hitler didn't die in, in uh, Germany. Where did he that die? apparently... Or is he immortal? Apparently, he got escaped. He got escaped? I don't know. I saw it on Facebook at one in the morning the other night. <laughs> so I put up an article about it. It's interesting. Couldn't find any other evidence to support this article. Where would he have escaped to? Uh, it was cool. It was like, apparently, like, this, the CIA knew about the fact that, like, he'd escaped in a submarine along with other, like, Nazi officials and survived what? the Holocaust and, like, the liberation of the camps and the, the end of, uh, like, mid-40s or early 40s, whenever it had, what was it, like, 43? So he could have lived like, longer, like... For his, all, as well as we know, he, like, lived in, like, Switzerland for another, like, 30 years or something. Oh, shit. That would yeah. be insane. Yeah. And then he but he does have the best Right, right. All he has to do is, like, like I can imagine waking up one morning and looking in the mirror and be like, oh, yeah, what am I supposed to do now? I I don't know how I'm going to get out of here. And then he's, like, he, like, calmly, to like, just shaves <laughs> off his mustache and he's like, oh, my God, I'm a brilliant man. <laughs> and a single tear. And a single Smalls. tear. <laughs> Uh, he had a really hard time doing high fives after that also. <laughs> he called it a high five. Uh, well, it just he had to keep his nails trimmed because for a long time people would go to high five and he'd be at the wrong angle so he'd scratch their palms. <laughs> so he'd be doing the salute. So it took a little, little yeah. practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were talking about musical comedies. Do you remember the Weird Al show? 
Or was that just... I do. I also remember UHF. So good. Yeah. First, uh, uh, the, the, the food album was yeah. the first CD I ever That was the first CD with. I ever bought. Dude. Food album and the, uh, that was a high five, everyone. Uh, it was al- not a high five. <laughs> no, it was a high five. How would that get? Yeah, ooh! I'm no, sorry, I scratched you. like that. Straight you up. No, I'd, I'd be trying to. <laughs> it does, it's not like directly. Uh, if you went to Doug's website, you can see a live upload of a photo of us trying to high five, so you too could be part of this experience. <laughs> Yeah, that was good for Or, audio. for another practice, draw a 45-degree angle. <laughs> um, the, that's oh, true. That's, well, that was your yeah. foot. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? You were talking about uh, the Food Album and then one other album. Greatest Hits Volume 2. That was my, those were my first two CDs, yeah. And um, I can't listen to Weird Al for that long anymore. So you're fried. These days. No, it's not because I'm fried. It's because, like... Like, uh, his, his voice is very high-pitched, and it, like, after, after a while, it kind of takes a toll. You're sounding old. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're sounding old. Sounding old would be like, it's too loud. <laughs> you just said it's too much of something. Old people say it's too much of something. This brand is too I dense. too much. This brand is too dense. After listening for it for too long, it takes a toll. This tortilla is too flimsy. <laughs> this food is too hot. I'm not old. That singer's voice is too high I am 26 years old. I am 30 years old. <laughs> that age is too high. <laughs> um... So... <laughs> okay, good. Oh, um... What's your what's your favorite part of musical comedy of what you want to do? My favorite part of it, like you've done musical comedy, yes, clearly. I'm doing it because you're yeah you're doing it. Um, I'm very happy to be doing it. What's your favorite part about it? Like, is it the immediate response from other people? I think it's is a it puzzle. The... I think what I like about musical comedy, both in trying to do it, although I don't write. For the shit we're doing, for my thing, for uh, yeah. for Bart. So for context, I yeah, I, I help is... produce uh, a YouTube series right now for an art, a YouTube artist named Bart Baker who does uh, YouTube parodies. He's kind of like Weird Al, um, but he's younger and it's pop artists and it's a little edgier. Uh, but I, I help produce it, so I don't. I mean, I give a lot of creative input and it affects the script a lot mm-hmm. in what we do and. To that extent, I help in writing it, but it's more of a, I help develop it, but I don't sit there and write the lyrics. So we yeah. What is, uh, writers, yeah. What's but, involved in developing it? But, um, well, that answers a different question than what you first asked me. So which one do you want me, do you want me to answer what I find most rewarding out of it or the rewarding, working process? Rewarding and then we'll go to the job. Okay. So for me, rewarding in my enjoyment of it, whether it's with the work I'm doing now or with my enjoyment of just musical comedy is that, um, oh, it's, it's a puzzle. puzzle. It's yeah. a puzzle. Um, and whether I'm getting like a little dopamine release from listening to just like a really good musical comedy song, like from looking, listening like to Book of Mormon, it's still new enough to me that I'm like, yeah, you got it. You made those rhymes work while also making a very coherent setup and and resolve for a joke. Yeah. Like, you know, I like that you're the challenge of songwriting and comedy. Is, it's it's a like definite twice reward as for your brain when you solve it. Especially if you have an appreciation for those things and how they're, how, you know, how, how a good joke is staged and, and, resolved and how a good uh movement in music can be uh also similarly like built up and resolved and if you see it's, it's like a double whammy yeah um 
in coming up with it, it's also just a puzzle. Yeah, you know, it's just figuring out how to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that's the fun part. It's the yeah. You're, I mean, I'm sure your brain releases some kind of dopamine when you solve a puzzle, and so yours might. Yours doesn't. I'd say mine doesn't. Just yours might. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I love puzzle games. Fez. I that? was not as into Fez as everyone else was. Really? I'll tell you I why. I played it late. I played it like. Oh, okay. First time I played it was maybe like five months ago, and um, so you didn't even play it during all the hype. No, I just heard about it. I was like, "Oh, cool! You like turn the perspective? That's pretty cool." Mm-hmm. And then when I started playing it, I was like, "Oh, cool!" See, I couldn't like, sleep because of it. So after like really, because mm-hmm. of trying to solve certain things. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be frustrating. <laughs> it's frust- it was too frustrating. I didn't have patience for it. Yeah, it was a good game. Brilliant game. Certain puzzles, when you solve them, you're like, yes! Like, there was some where I was just like, there's no way I could have known this without looking up, like, how to do it. Yeah, I don't like that. Some of them, yeah. The There's certain puzzles in that game where they're so complex. Like, the guy who designed it, I heard this from my roommate who watched Indie Game, the movie, because the dude who made Fez is in that movie. And I like that movie a lot. I haven't seen it yet. Really? Yeah. We should watch it. But uh, it's on Netflix, stream. I know. That's one thing we could watch. It's, it's, on, my, it's on my queue. Everyone has Netflix. Can we, discuss, <laughs> can we discuss that? Everyone ever has Netflix now? Yeah. Um, that was it. There's nothing more yeah, to discuss. That's, that's yeah, that's it. <laughs> but uh, he said that he was watching the section with that guy and there's certain puzzles that he put in there just to be a dick. Like certain stuff where like you have to decipher and decipher and decipher and go through like for completionist's sake, to get this one puzzle, like, you don't have to get this puzzle to beat the game, but to get 100% completion, you have to, like, decipher all these Especially when you, like, open... Spoiler alert. Especially (laughs) when you can look around in new dimensions. Yeah. That that, changes, like, everything. That's spoiled in uh, the first little bit of the game. This is where you can come back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... We're talking about, oh yeah, puzzle games. So, um, back to your job. Yeah. 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 What, 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 what would you like, <laughs> what do you want to know, do dude? You, um, do you, so you don't write any of the stuff, Bart writes all the stuff and, and performs so, it, or? Bart, so the way we do it is that Bart knows what he wants out of the video. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, he works with our team to kind of get a rough draft of it going based on all the parameters that we set out. So like if you're if you're looking at a if you're looking at like if we're like just starting a new parody and we're figuring out what we want to do, like first we all sit down, we look at the original video, and we're like, all right, well given the budget we have and the time we so our turnaround is two weeks for every video. Yeah. We the first week we figure out what we want to do. Um, I guess this will walk you through it. We figure out kind of like what we want to do and within budget, like what scenes we need to cut from the video. Like mm-hmm. if there's like a bunch of things of people in a parking lot yelling at each other for most of the music video and then someone in a spaceship, we'll be like, all right, well maybe we'll cut the spaceship. Or sometimes we won't because <laughs> keep that the stuff spaceship. is easier. Definitely sometimes, keep the spaceship. Well, sometimes that stuff's easier because then we can just be like, fuck it, we'll throw it in front of a green screen, done, let's keep moving. <laughs> and then we're like, all right, well that we can't do green screen for something else. So, but we figure out what parameters we want to work in and what, yeah. what we want to replicate. Then we will sit down and, as a team and kind of figure out what the overall joke is going to be. So we'll be like, all right, this one, 
we're making fun of Miley Cyrus. This is clearly Miley Cyrus Wrecking video. Ball. Right. So we'll all sit down and we'll like talk about what new news has come up. We'll sit on our computers and Google search a bit of news about her. We'll kind of come up with a rough concept of like, okay, well, or like we just did one where we had uh, J-Lo in it. Uh, we, we had a J-Lo character. Like oh, okay. we did a Pitbull parody that just went up today. Right, right, right. Um, and so like Bart was like, we got to make fun of her ass when J-Lo comes into the Pitbull video. So we're like, okay, well, cool. Well, how can we incorporate her ass into this? And then we're talking about, okay, well, this is a World Cup song that we're making parody of. So there's going to be Vavuzelas everywhere. So we like we make sure there's Vavuzelas. And they're like, well, she should be playing a Vavuzela with her ass, and it'll make everyone's head explode because she's trying to make a new single. <laughs> and so that's we like know how it'll end now. So like that's like our rough ending we we go with. And so then we build back from there. We're like, okay, well here's the things in the video that happen. What shit do we have on her? What shit do we have on Pitbull? And you know, it's yeah. You, we get a rough outline from that. Once we've built that out, then it goes to Bart and then he has like two days to like finish writing that script entirely out. So and it's, then um sorry to for interrupt. No, it's cool. So like it's getting the concept and like getting the timeline and then you give it to him and then he like writes it all out. I mean, he's there while we're getting okay. a rough draft ready for him. Okay. Um, and we'll, we'll have a writer there sometimes that'll, that'll kind of just take all of the jokes from everything that, I'm pointing <laughs> that is at an awkward gesture. <laughs> um, but we have, we have maker writers that like, um, that work on, <laughs> that is so awkward. <laughs> so awkward. Um, but that that'll take all the jokes that the whole team most most of it's coming from Bart, but like coming in with him, and we'll just write it all into the structure to so make the it rhyme. So the writers will like punch it up. Or? They'll make it like rhyme. They'll like take oh, okay. like in a sense you could uh, you could be like here's the story and here's a bunch of the jokes that like like the different producers and Bart have all like agreed are like the way to go, and then it gets like fleshed out by the writer by saying like okay the joke needs to be here in this part of the scene, but like. How do I make a rhyme scheme that make, tells that joke? Yeah. Um, and then that goes to Bart, and then he really, like, puts in, like, his own twist on it. And he puts his style of humor into it, or he'll change how it rhymes, because he's the one usually performing it. Mm -hmm. So he'll he'll make it his he'll make it even more his own than it was. Um, so in a, an equivalent would be, like, if he's, like, designing a new car, he'll come up with the schematics of it. The producers will help him figure out what materials he'll have to get the car worked on, what shops he can get resources from. And then uh, a team will like assemble the rough part of it. And then he'll come and he'll polish it off and do the paint job. And he'll okay. he'll he'll like finish off his design on his own. Kind of like that's it. a way I like this it, I analogy. Guess. There you go. Yeah. So um, metaphor. No analogy. Penis. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> comedy. Um, <laughs> and then we'll take that. And while we're developing the script, and it's tough sometimes, is like then. Uh, the producers, that's my team, like we're figuring out what we can do to achieve everything that's in each draft of the script. And so sometimes it's frustrating because we'll get a draft of it that has like, oh, we need we need an actual Ferrari for this scene. This <laughs> has happened where we're like, we need an actual Ferrari. And I'll spend like two days and I'll have an intern help me and we'll like find a Ferrari shop within budget to rent a Ferrari for a day. Yeah. And then the next draft of the script will come in and we don't need a real Ferrari. Ugh. So then I cancel the Ferrari. Then the next, the final draft comes in. We do need a Ferrari and we need them driving it. Oh, and so then we go to our props department and they, they build a Ferrari wheel attached to 
uh, stand in a Ferrari chair, and then we go to our animation department and get them to build out a CG Ferrari. <laughs> and then we get a GoPro and stick it in a car, and we drive, and then we play that fast forward, and it looks like a freeway being driven in. And then we composite all those together. So it's the CG body of a Ferrari with a real actual uh, steering wheel for Bart to be driving, yeah. and then the background is... Sl- is a actual freeway, and that's how we'll build a Ferrari. So oh, we did which one? Do we, we did that for that's very a Justin creative. Bieber parody. Um, I can't remember which what the name of that. Mm. Confident, I think, was the one. Justin Bieber's Confident parody, I think, was the one we did it for. But anyways, so that's like kind of thinking it outside the box. So yeah, yeah so sure. pretty much we're just problem solving the whole time, figuring out everything, getting in order for him, and then in like a day or two, Bart will record the actual track, and then. We'll shoot it for over one or two days, and so that's all done in two weeks. Hmm. And we do two of those a month, so it's a four-week process. That's awesome. Which is um, nuts. I have a question about how you shoot, and it's probably goes with there you go. Probably, probably goes oh. the same with music videos, like in general. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you're recording the video, like because I know that he he'll sing it in a studio or whatever, and then that's the track that goes in. Yeah, but when he's filming, does he sing it out loud or does he lip sync? Because you could just he like he like half whispers, half sings it while he does it, just to keep himself on track to keep and then to keep like it looking real, like he's saying yeah. words, and then and then that's just taken out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just kills or all the you... audio for the most part. Okay. Unless there's like a little shtick at the end where it's like all our videos end with some shtick. At yeah. the end, a little bit of funny like dialogue sometimes, and we'll just actually record that. But the rest of it, there's no audio. From It'll the record while it's filming. Uh, yeah, we'll like set up boom mic or something, and like, oh, okay. just actually like shoot it with like actual audio and use that. For the most part, it's just he'll match up the tracks from what he's recorded, then kill that audio from the camera. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I and Bart wondering. edits it too. So the guy is. He, he kills the, he, not kills, he like closes out the script, records it, on to set shooting, back home, cuts it, and then does all the like little promotional like And he does the video and audio networking, editing? Like, promotions for it, huh? He does the video and audio Yeah, editing? he's the one recording and mixing wow. his, his track, throws it up on iTunes and uh, That's cool. And then uh, mixes it in and cuts the actual video and yeah, a, a good story from yesterday though is like for an example of what our post process is like, is like yesterday Bart was finishing up the video to go up today. And at the end of it, two people's heads explode. <laughs> and all of us had overseen the fact that we needed some kind of effect for the head exploding. We yeah. figured that maybe we'd find something online or whatever. But in the end, we didn't have something that was right. So we got a, a YouTube guy. His name's Sam Macaroni. Mm-hmm. He was at the office um, when we were trying to figure out towards the end of the day what to do. And he's like, oh, um, let's... Uh, Let's do this the real way. So we went out to a very safe, very, very safe place, um, laid out some green screen and put a peg in the ground and stuck a baby head on it, caught it at the right angle that the characters were in, filled it up with uh, with uh, fizzy stuff and made it mm-hmm. go boom. It made and, it like expand and, and then explode. And then we threw that up. Uh, we, up we, we emailed that over to Bart and then he took that and... Used keyed out all the green stuff and used the baby head exploding to be the effect of the head exploding. So that, that's the last minute way we deal with that. So we have all these like last minute weird yeah. things that we have to do sometimes. That's awesome. It's fun. It's also crazy and nuts, but it's really fun. Um, so it's his studio then. Like he or no, it's it's called Maker Studios. Maker is um, Maker Studios is called who, a who started Maker? A bunch of different YouTubers. 
um, like Lisa Nova and Kasim Jean and Shea Carl. Uh, Who are the guys like, that do uh, Epic Rap Battles of History? That is Nice Peter and Epic Lloyd. The two of them are also at Maker Studios. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they do Epic Rap Battles History as well as their own individual channels. Okay. Nice Peter, or I think it's Nice Peter 2 or something like that. This is other, <laughs> T-O-O. And Epic Lloyd has his, um, yeah. So do they have their own uh, stuff besides Epic Rap Battles of History? Or is that, that's, that's what I'm saying. What is Epic Rap Battles on? of History is its own channel. And then yeah. they each have their own channels. Oh, okay, okay. For their own personal stuff. Like oh. Lloyd will take like requests for him to like shit talk someone through rap. And he'll just do those. Or like he does other stuff. And like Peter like does funny songs with his guitar. And he does shit uh, uh, um, like Monday show stuff where he'll talk to people and or yeah. talk about whatever's going on in his head. I don't know, but um, but Epic Rap Battles is its own complete thing. It has its own like full crew and team and wardrobe department, yeah. and it's its own thing at Maker because it's uh, it's doing so well that it like yeah. has all its own dedicated resources. That's awesome. It's really cool to watch them too because I'll like be walking to the bathroom and I'll see like someone dressed, dressed as, as like Chuck fucking Norris Da Vinci or, or uh, Chuck Norris, yeah. Were you there I saw for that some, one? For a different shoot, I saw some dressed Chuck Norris the other day walking through. That was so funny. But you dude. sometimes also don't know if it's the real person or not, because like the other day, like <laughs> Seth Rogen was walking through, or oh, like really? Tony Hawk or Snoop Dogg. Like there's all sorts of different people that come through Maker all the time. Because they... so. Snoop Dogg shoots with my team, so we we okay. do his um, his Snoop YouTube Lion channel now. Right? Snoop, Mister Mister Snoop, Snoop Doggy Dog, Mister Mister Lion, <laughs> Lion O. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, what is that? Um, so, so sometimes you see a celebrity and you're just like, "Oh, that's really them." Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It takes it takes like a double take because yeah. you think it might be someone dressed as them. Yeah. We had Joan Rivers come do a cameo in one of our videos that's recently, cool. and it was great because it was Passover, and um, she was we were shooting. And she's like, "Oh, I gotta hurry up and get to my Seda." <laughs> Um, while shooting, and then she came over to do paperwork with me. You know, she had to sign her contract, yeah, yeah. And, you know, sign a release with us. And I, uh, she's like, "Do you need anything else, <laughs> darling?" Oh, <laughs> um, and I, uh, I was like, "You could uh, wish my mom a happy Thanksgiving on my phone." She's like, "Okay." So I took my phone and I held it up, and she just like started like just talking to my mother <laughs> to my phone and telling her all that have a happy Passover. And, like, just talking about me, and she's like, he's such a nice boy, he's such a nice Jewish boy. And I, it was just funny. That's so awesome. like, she's such a nice woman. Did you see her, her thing on Louie? I think it was last season. I didn't see it. Oh, I'm so behind on Louie. That's so good. I got, like, halfway through season two, and I got distracted, and I always, like, I always feel yeah. bad. Because you want to get back to it, but then it's just, like, it gets away from you. You know it's a good show if you have a lot of guilt associated with it. What? Oh, Oh, you know it's a good show if there's a lot of guilt associated with it. I thought you were saying... Like, you, you know you know, there's like five or so shows on Netflix where when you turn it on, you're like, I'm going to watch American Dad. And you see like two or three good documentaries you've been wanting to watch, but you haven't clicked on them yet because you put them on your list to feel good about having them there to watch. Sure. But you haven't clicked on them to watch yet. Yeah. And you're not going to? I think I maybe added Blackfish and then I took it off because... Life's too short, man. <laughs> Life's like, too short to get depressed over fucking documentaries. Well, speaking of Hitler, I've, I have Hitler's Children, the documentary, sitting there right now. What? And I want to see it. It's this documentary of what happened to Hitler's offspring. Oh, man. God. Like, yeah, there's some I documentaries know. where I'm just like, that is 
so depressing. Like I don't, I don't want to watch that. Today on the history of AIDS, <laughs> I had a, a joke I was working on where I was like, uh, um, I I just watched a documentary called The History of Documentaries, or no, I think I said uh, aliens. Documentaries are depressing. They should make one called. Um, the documentary, a history of documentaries and how they make people depressed or something. I don't know. It didn't work that well. <laughs> but the, the premise I liked because it was like a documentary about documentaries and how they Super depress people. Yeah. About it meta. sure beats like, and today, World War II subs of the Pacific. You know, like, ugh. Like, I don't like, uh, I have no interest in that. Uh, Unless it's, like, in a movie like Hunt for Red October, which I've never seen. <laughs> if any documentary had Sean Connery angry in it, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Like, March of the Penguins would have been a group. I fell asleep during that. Really? Yeah. It's Morgan, Morgan Freeman's soothing voice. His soothing voice it's, lulled me to sleep. It's the grumble at the end of his words that'll soothe you. <laughs> it's not the words. It's, this, it's the pot at the end. <laughs> little rumble right there right these, there the these tip. noble penguins <laughs> these noble penguins and then, and then, and then you need yeah. and then you need like to cut the penguin we need more fish <laughs> pull the bears ahead <laughs> I don't know that was a good connery that was not a good connery sure it was decent it was okay. cute it was, on a scale of one to ten it, it was like a, it was like a two and a half pointy elbow <laughs> Pointy elbow. I have a pointy elbow? God is dead. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Religion? You know I love that you're Mormon. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. What do, what do you... I have nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I just... My, my, my limited knowledge of Mormons is that they spend the night at your house before going to church the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't consume any of your things, and they don't sleep with you. They just come over, sleep politely on your couch, and leave the next day with a nice tie on. <laughs> this is my limited knowledge of that's, Mormons. That's been what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Aaron's been nice enough to um, be my boarder uh, a few times, four, three times so far, and this will be the fourth. Why not? Right? Something Why not? Like that. Sure. Yeah. I'm not above line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I don't have a place up here yet. I'm moving up here July 1st, and I still don't have a place. You might want to say where here is. No one knows where here is. L.A. Yeah. L.A. I don't, like, there's, yeah, there's a specific area I want to live in to be close to comedy. Like Before you here. talk about where it is, do you want to do it through song? Is this the time to, like, do something through song? For, about L.A.? Yeah, about where you're going to live. Does it uh, not feel right? Does not feel right to you? You don't like it? Let's see. It's gonna be I don't know all the boroughs, or else I would do it. Why do you have to know all the boroughs? Because then I not I, I, I not put I. them into the song. But you could sing about wanting to find a place. Like <laughs> a place. Moving from San Diego. A place beyond the pines. Come on. It's, it's happening. <laughs> Are you getting your guitar? I'm getting my guitar. It's right here. It's probably out of tune also, and we're going to live with that. Yeah. It's probably very out of tune, because we just used No one it. wants to hear you tune. Ugh. You should cut... You could tune it quick. No, no. You could tune it while we're talking. This one. This one. Definitely. Yeah, that sounds better. The tune is right there. That sounds better. Um, I think you should just hold on a minute and literally cut this part out. No. I think you should. We're leaving it all in. You're not going to leave this part in. Yeah. You're going to cut this part out. No way. Yeah, you are. No. Listen. 
This is all organic, I'm done, man. By the time I'm done tuning this guitar... This is all organic. We can talk while it's going on. I'm not going to talk to you while we're doing this. Why? Because... Because it's distracting you from tuning? Sorry, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm definitely leaving it in. Why? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm mumbled? Yeah. Everyone loves when I chew mumbles. <laughs> I can't just... I, I, you know, I wish I was always as sharp as this G. <laughs> it's a G shop. The B string. The B string. The most inappropriate guitar joke I ever heard was from a guitar teacher when he was tuning the guitar, and he told me he broke his G string fingering a minor. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Alright, you're going to want to be closer to that than I am for this, and, but uh, we'll just do simple, because I'm not very good. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Shit. Ah. <laughs> this is not worth having. No, this is it. yeah. This is definitely going in. Okay, it's tuned. Should we just do more blues? No, no, no. Go back to that simple thing. I can't. I can't sing a song to that. Yeah. After eight long years, San Diego, it's been fun, but I've got to go where my heart belongs, and that's somewhere in the general L.A. area. <laughs> it doesn't have to rhyme, and it doesn't have to be on time, the meter's not really important, because... L.A. is all over the place, and I want to rhyme with important. <laughs> but, you know, there's Hollywood, there's the trashy part, and then there's the suburbs. And there's Santa Monica. Santa Monica, I added a T. I don't know where that came from. I said Santa Monica. La 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 la. La 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 la. LA spells la. La la la. La la. There's Calabasas. There's Northridge, too. There's also. That place in Pico without you. Garden Grove and North Orange County. It's not really LA, but it's a county. <laughs> and isn't that enough for you, you judgmental ass? <laughs> if you asked me if I would live in Orange County instead, I'd tell you no, because I need to be somewhere where I wouldn't be dead. I wouldn't be dead. I said that because it rhymed with instead. 
very no toll for going to the Hollywood Bowl. Live up on the hill and watch those people that are swimming down below. Then just watching that gassing while you're standing up there in your underwear, wishing that you would like them. About that woman from last night, and did she give you an STD? <laughs> an STD. STD. <laughs> like me. There's the palladium and amoeba music, too. There's that breakfast place called Waffle. I haven't eaten there, have you? <laughs> Once I went there and got a little patch of butter in my hair. Oh, that sounds great. No, sorry. <laughs> then there's Roscoe's. I gotta be close to Roscoe's. <laughs> Collaborate on more stuff like that. Comedy music, wow, it's uh, it's fun. That wasn't that good. That was pretty good. That was not that good. Yeah, your parts shined brighter than mine. That's because I'm a light. <laughs> <laughs> the better answer would be that's because I'm a lightweight. I don't know. Yeah, are you? I'm pretty heavy. No, a lightweight like. Uh, I weigh about 230 pounds. How about you? I weigh 190 right now. I could sit on you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone could sit on me. Yeah, but very few people, you wouldn't have an option in the matter. <laughs> that was some grammar. Uh, anything else you'd like to... Uh, anything else you'd like to... No, this is where I ask you. Anything else you want to... Uh, no. Do you want to promote anything? Any, like, uh, I mean, I'm always down to promote that. Everyone check out YouTube.com slash user slash Bart Baker. Okay. Uh, he didn't ask for it, no. but I'm proud of the work we do. Yeah. Uh, do you channel. have a Twitter you want to... Oh, I do have a Twitter. What's your Twitter? I do have a Twitter. Do you like hardly ever use it? God, I hardly ever use it. It's A-R Corny, K-O-R-N-E-Y. Aaron Rubin Corny is my full name. Yeah. I have a Vimeo channel also. It's okay. It's not is, Are you searchable on Vimeo? Just you can search me on the internet. I'll show up. I'll show up somewhere. Aaron with one R. One With one A. Because I'm not greedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need no. those two A's. This has been a... It's been special. I feel. It's been fun. I, I, I get the vibe that's winding down because you're not yeah. asking more questions, which means you're like kind of done with me. <laughs> no, I feel like it's come to a natural. Uh, you got the gold. It came to a natural progression, just like that song did. Oh. That, <laughs> oh, that's a thing. Yeah. But uh, anything else? Anything? Um, um, promote. 
We're going to play one. Procreate. Promote Procreate. Procreate. Ah, God. Now now that you said that, Rob, if he's listening to this, is going to be like, God damn it, Aaron, you didn't say Procreate in the first place. You fucking suck. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Well, I'm going to get a text from him if he hears this. <laughs> oh, he'll hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Procreate is a uh, uh, creative entertainment networking program in Los Angeles that I co-created with a few other fine gentlemen in Los Angeles. Uh, Rob Goldman and Jeremy McKnight are pretty much the driving force of it these days because I suck and I have no more time but we're like at like 1200 members in Los Angeles right now on Facebook entertainment professionals we're on Facebook we're on meetup you can find us at www.teamprocreate p-r-o-c-r-e-a-t-e dot com you can also find us at facebook.com forward slash teamprocreate um and and these mixers, uh, there's... We do monthly mixers every month uh, in Santa Monica or downtown Los Angeles. and uh, Usually Santa Monica. Right? Usually Santa Monica. We try and keep on the west side. I know there's a lot of people that don't like that, but they can suck it because that's where we go. We're usually at Wildflower Pizza in Santa Monica, honestly. It's a great place. It's where uh, we were at before this today, and then you... At uh, before this, we were You there. were there, and I stared at you and said, you should podcast with me, and you... And we did. You, Took me back to my home and you, on a uh, on a whim. You laid down a bed of roses and a pat of rice, <laughs> and you said, "I don't want any of this." And I Let's said, just "I don't want any of this." Let's just podcast. <laughs> and you said, "Hush," and then you shushed me while you calmly stroked my hair <laughs> and poured syrup down my nasal cavity. Yeah, as my First, larynx and trachea um, both filled up. And you're with allergic fluid. to it. So I are you? I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else are you? Allergic? What are you allergic to? I'm allergic to nuts and to soy and to uh, barley. That's a lot of that's a lot of things to be allergic to. Are you allergic to egg? I'm not allergic to that, but I've also learned recently that I say it differently than most people do. It's egg. Oh, you say egg? I say egg. (laughs) Really, egg? Egg. Yeah. Egg. That's that's how they say it on the Arrested Development too. When they're talking about Anne. Egg. Yeah. Egg. Egg. (laughs) And he's like. Oh, what's your girlfriend's name? Uh, Egg? Uh, Anne. How did you feel about season four? I liked it. Period. I didn't like it as much as seasons one through three. But I liked season four for what it was and what they wanted to do. And I I liked how it all boiled to a head. And That was weird. You blow hard. Oh, Tobias, you you blow blow hard. hard. Uh, I think that's a natural place to end it. (laughs) You blow hard. That's it. You want some tea? Uh, no, thank you. Really? Why not? Um, I just, uh, you know, I'll just go on my merry way. Are you leaving now? I have to go meet up for the, uh, I'm getting fed today. Oh, I should Probably not hand fed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a meal provided for me. Feels pretty good. And if you'd like to provide meals to Doug, <laughs> please send them to 1800 East Buckingham Place. New Orleans, California, 94334. That's all real.